Welcome to Talking Baseball. We got another set of series in the books. That's what they say. Let's do it. Ba-da-ba-ba. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Talking Baseball. It's a series recap episode. My name's Jimmy. I got Jake sitting next to me. We're coming to you live from the Roosevelt Studios. That's R-S-V-L-T-S. Baseball was in full swing. We had a bit of panic mode. We had a lot of good games, though. We had a lot of players come back. We even had a player opt in. We are getting reports that there's a player. Or there's players that are leaving and another game got postponed. So we're still dealing with it. Yeah. But I'm excited. This felt kind of like. A lot of good baseball. Yeah, we, uh, you know, I I kept referencing the Marlins news this week at the start of this week as a kick to the dick, mm-hmm. swift kick to the dick. Uh, this morning's news feels like a flick to the nuts, which I mean, still hurts and sucks. Um, interested to see what happens. Uh, it sounds like cards, uh, cards game just got canned due to due to some COVID. So. We'll see what goes on there. You know, the the journalists that want the season to be canceled so badly are, you know, running hot right now. But, yeah, man, I know it doesn't really matter for this, but base, basketball came back last night. Baseball had some good momentum going. The Dodgers stuff, Dodgers-Houston stuff was incredible. Uh, it really felt like baseball was back the past 48 hours, which I likey. Um, and yeah, we'll we'll see uh, we'll see how this weekend develops. But otherwise, the past couple days have been really good baseball. Yeah, not for bullpens. That's my take. I think it was a bad week for bullpens. You know what? That's funny. I was trying to dig into some of the bullpen stats to give them some love because it didn't seem like we could really. It, I didn't see a place where bullpens were getting love, and so much of this season has been bullpens. But, yeah, there wasn't a lot of love to give. Now, as I was going around and looking, I was like, ooh, there's a lot of bad I was looking pens. for, like, a, a special reliever to come in and kind of sweat. Yeah. Um, no. The best I had was Anthony Anthony Bass's 100% ground ball percentage so far this season. That's so. I mean, come on. Keep, keep twirling it, kid. Yeah. Nothing in the air, babe. Nothing. Nothing. Two innings, nothing in the air. There are a lot of – a lot of the reporters can't understand what's happening. And they're just getting, you know, I wish I could take them and pull them away from the weeds. Right. A lot of them are like, well, what's going to, they're going to cancel games, they're going to reschedule games. This is crazy. And it's like, it is crazy. Sit back and let it happen. If it stops happening, it'll stop happening. You know, there's no need to, like, be in the moment on all these news and, like, react to every single one like it's crazy. Yes. Um, I, I gave Eno Sarah some love with The Athletic. He... His tweet summed it up. He said, I don't see how it makes any sense at all to th- to think that those whose living depends on sports, sports media, would be rooting against sports coming back. Sports not coming back was a nightmare for me and a constant conversation with loved ones and colleagues. And it's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's so many in the industry who want it to fail. And that's I don't th- I, I don't even I'm not even talking about wanting it to fail. They're just caught up in the Oh, like panic of it. Right, and that's I messaged him. I was like, dude, doesn't mean anything coming from me, but like, thank you. Like, that message needs to be out there, yeah. and, and not a lot of people are willing to say it. And he's like, no, man, I, pre- I appreciate it, and like, it's obviously difficult, but like, you know, kind of what are we doing? And I was just like, yeah, you know, it, 
you know, it starts turning into like a problem with this country. But it's like, yes, I want this to work. And I acknowledge there can be problems and it may not work. And like the other side, like they just can't compute. So there's a couple. There's a couple where it's like every time something happens, they're just. Oh, my. So and again, like people that the players that get COVID wish the best for them, get healthy, all of that. Uh, But for now, Jim, I think we should talk some baseball. Yeah, can you let me know what happened in the the eastern region? I kept up with some. I didn't keep is up it, with it, all. Are there any like fans that I should particularly devote this eastern region to? Patreon. Oh, Patreon stuff. <laughs> yeah, you got the hint. This episode is brought to you by and strap in. Strap in. This episode is brought to you by Alastair Manderson, Smoke Doobies to Score Runs, Dylan Pangborn, Chris F., John Jamal, Bob Hoke, Dominic Santorini, Red Shilling, Nathan Hunter, Gary Laspiza, Nancy, Sam McClellan, Croc Bennett. What a name. Croc Ooh. Bennett. Taryn Morris, Taron Morris, Austin Nichols, Ben Gardy, Adam, Alicia Dominic. Domoncue, mm. Tim Froberg, Kenny Flagg, William Kunberger. Could that be it? Kuhnberger? Kunberger? Mm. Alex Beglin, Douglas Kellogg, Christopher Youngblood. It's a great name. Okay. wonder if he's related to Youngblood, who was a baseball player. Joseph Randazzo, Adrian hey. Smith, Alec Settle, Liam, Liam Cheek, Junior, Jason Davis, Alexander J, Michael, David Coiler, Josh Wolfer, Joshua Cook, Ryan Zaja, Kazaja, Saja, mm. Zachary Morgan, Sydney Niduitu, mm. and Jason. So thank you to our most recent Patreons. Thank you, Patrons. Sydney Niduitu. And uh, yeah, if you don't know uh, on Patreon. How would you pronounce it? Uh, Sydney Niduitu? Something like that. Yeah, yeah. you did good. Um, and yeah, I mean, if you don't know, we we go live for the Patreons on YouTube. We got a bunch of people in the chat right now. They they become part of the show. Andrew Pelham, Norm Schaefer, see a lot of familiar names in there right now. And heard a lot of familiar names in there. We give some bonus content to the Patreons when we can. Go check it out. It helps us a lot. Thank you guys. Let's talk some baseball, dude. Tell me what happened in the Eastern Region, Jake. I gave the Eastern Region update last episode yes. of the series recap. Yeesh. That means I didn't pay attention to any of them today because I knew you had it. You want me to clip the central too, or we just keep it in the east for now? Uh, keep it for the in Let's the east in for, the now. for now. Okay, like on it. your mark, get set. Here we go. Baseball boogie. Rotono on the ones and twos. Mmm. Ooh. Ooh. I wish I could see him playing this. Here, the, visualize this. You got it. Okay, Jim's playing it for us. The New York Yankees end up in Baltimore in the. AAU tournament, teams got canceled, so let's play each other series. Uh, the Yankees, they win the first game 9-3. to Garrett Cole on the mound. Uh, tough for Asher Wojciechowski. Yanks put up big numbers. One of the most boring games of the year. Sorry, Orioles fans. It just was Garrett Yankees Cole. Yankees Boring. The follow-up game was not. We get a little rain delay. Jay Happ gets roughed up. The Yanks put up a five spot of their own in the first inning. We go to rain delay. We think it's going to get canceled. Not so fast, my friend. Little Lee Corso, college football, maybe coming back. We come back. Johnny Luizaga looks good, but he gives up a homer late. Six five Orioles. Yanks are gonna lose it. Not so fast, my friend. Lee Corso again. College football. You getting canceled? I don't know. 
Yanks come back. Aaron Judge with the big home run into the night. This city needs a hero. Yanks take both games. And then in the rest of the East, Jim, we still have the Marlins and Phil sitting out for the COVID stuff. We had a couple home and homes, a little two games and two games. The Mets win both their games at home against the Red Sox, 7-4-8-3. It's like, okay, Michael Waka looked pretty good for the Mets. Mets are putting up big runs against the Red Sox pitching. Then they go to Fenway, load the bases in the ninth. Workman, just put the ball in play, Mets. They can't do it. Sox get the win 6-5 in that uh, kind of a pivotal game three. And then they win the final game 4-2. Christian Vasquez. Looking incredible. <laughs> Looking incredible. Uh, good fight for the Red Sox there. Toronto, Washington, a home and home that both took place in Washington because Toronto doesn't have a home reminder. Toronto takes the first two games, 4 1 and 5 1. Baby J's putting up some nice runs. And when you hold the opposing team to one run each game, that's good. Uh, and then one of the more fun games of the season happens after that in game three. Uh, big Nate Pearson MLB debut versus Scherzer. That goes zeros into the 10th. Washington puts up a four spot. And then they take the final game 6-4-2. So they split Atlanta-Tampa. 5-14 first game. Tampa, the fulton DFA game. That Tampa, feels like a year ago. That feels so long ago. Tampa wins the following game 5-2. Atlanta, Atlanta <laughs> called you out. Said buckle up, and they did. They win the third game, 7-4, and then Max Freed shoves as they win 2-1 to one in the finale to split as well. Good stuff, Jake. Thank you. Do you know who's in first place in the National League East? In the National League East, who's in first place? It is the Braves? Marlins. Oh, that's right. 667 winning percentage. And since every team's yeah. not going to play the same amount of games this year, they may do the standings just by winning percentage. So the Marlins 2 and 1 record is holding up thus far. If you had a little troll in your a little more troll in your game, that'd be a pretty good tweet this morning. Kyle will do it. Congrats to the Marlins. Yeah. First in the NL East. <laughs> that would really piss off some beat uh, riders. <laughs> the Braves have the most wins. Well, they said they're going to do winning percentage. There has to be a yeah. cutoff at some point. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. You got to play like 35 games. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Maybe like 55. We'll see. But the Braves are Braves are ahead there. And in the American League, the Yankees, I think the Yankees, and again, they haven't played the correct amount of games, right. but I think they're the only other team. No, the Rockies as well. So the Rockies and the Yankees are the only team with only one loss. So the Ranke- Yankees are ahead in the AL East. Uh, and then the Rays and the Blue Jays. And the Red Sox are in fourth place in that's kind of what you think. That's kind of how you thought it was going to be. They're tied with the Jays, three and four. Rays are four and three. Good, hey, good fight for the Red Sox. I I know we're still in early season panic mode. If the Red Sox had lost that game to the Mets and Workman comes in after his great year last year, I mean, it would have been bad. Like it was, everyone was already killing the Red Sox staff. We were killing the Red Sox staff, right? Rightfully so, to a degree. Uh, but they come back and win two games. Good for them because they. Uh, I mean, the ship like the ship could have just snapped in the middle of the ocean there. So they still got some fight. Good for you, Sox. Three games against the Yankees coming up, so maybe they can get more fight. But I think they have their 3-4-5 going, which means they have no one. Might see some runs in the Bronx this weekend. Yes. Hot yeah. takes. Hot takes only. Uh, good for the Braves. Yeah. Good for the Braves to come back a little bit. Yeah. I, I was going to say I called them out. Yeah, the Braves really care about that. But they, they had to. 
you know, the faulty DFA was big. That was crazy. You're right. That does seem so long ago. He ends up getting option at AAA. Nobody picked Nobody him up. Nobody picked him up. There's something going on. There's something going on. I think the the big thing that we missed, and it was just mentioned casually, uh, is the money. I think teams would rather just bring up a prospect with some spunk than a guy who lost a ton of velo. There's some really shitty rumors going on that I don't know if you have heard about. I've seen a little bit of it. They're shitty. But the pictures, he looks like a different human being, so something's weird. There could be something there. Um, who knows? A lot of speculation. I, but you don't even you don't necessarily need that. I mean, the guy's lost a lot of stuff, a lot of velo, and he gets paid money. It's crazy that no one picked him like up. To do. It's a yes and a no thing, man. I think the money is a bigger thing than you know. You normally, I think he's owed two and a half million the rest of the year or something. Which again, normally in baseball doesn't seem like a lot. I think in this year. Especially when teams have these player pools they can dig into and pay a guy almost nothing to instead to have Fulton Evich who looks terrible. I think teams were just like, nah. And I I was number one wrong there. I was like, oh yeah, they're gonna trade him and but get But what if something. you're like the the Red Sox and maybe you have some cap room and then you can pick him up and you can just have him be a project for this year, and then you got two more years left. If you can get him back to where he is, you have him for two more seasons. But then you also owe him more money because I mean, but you he's only he's only going to make more money. But you he can can't just come D- down. you can just DFA him, but you'd still owe him the money. Yeah, I guess so. So, yeah, I, I think the money was more of a factor there than we it think. Still sucks for him. He probably thought he was going to get picked up. And honestly. Uh, I don't know if this is – I was going to say Braves bias. Never got accused of that. <laughs> um, maybe this is good for him. M- maybe this – he he stays in Atlanta. I, maybe it's a wake-up call for him that nobody wanted him. That's got to be. For $2 million. It better be. You know, it's you're, crazy. You're it's a weird. guy – you know, you have an ace season. You're always going to think of yourself as an ace. Look at Matt Harvey. Um that was that low blow. Um, Jeez. Faulty. You know, may, maybe it's a good – hopefully it's a good look in the mirror for him. Yeah. Anything else we missed that we get yelled at? Uh, Toronto, Washington. Again, Toronto played two home games in Washington to yeah, finish the home series. Home team won. Um, and, yeah, that Nate Pearson, Max Scherzer game is really cool. We've talked about it a lot through throughout the Talking Baseball Network a little bit. But uh, very cool. Nate Pearson pumps gas. Rookie for the Jays. Uh, you know, scout Scherzer's game. Is that the way to say it? Well, he, he he had like two plus pitches, and he said he looked at all the best pitchers in baseball, and they had more than two plus pitches. Huge. So smart move by Nate Pearson yeah. there. And then he he I mean they he didn't even use like he never hit one hundred, and he can hit one hundred pretty easily. Punch. His slider was like three miles per hour less, and th- they think he was just trying to dial back. Not that there's something wrong. Yeah. And he really only went. This was going to be my award, so I'm walking okay. All over it. Okay. We'll save it a little bit, but just a cool game to circle if you're a baseball fan. That if Nate Pearson does pan out, it'll be funny to say his first start was against Scherzer and they went zeros for a while. It's pretty cool. So, it's a great day. So that's cool. All right, let's move it on to the Central. You want to start us off? I'll start us off, and then you finish. How about that? Teamwork. Bullpen day. The Chicago Cubs go and face the Cincinnati Reds. The Cubbies win the first game 8-7. Cubs went up 7-0. Reds with a little fight and a little Kimbrough collapse. The Cubs come back. They come back from a collapse in a game they won. They win the next game 8-5. Amir Garrett's on the internet saying, hold up, Reds fans. Like, Stay in this with us. And luckily, they respond well to that 12-7 win. And Moose and Nick Senzel, the big prospect for them, he returns. So Cubs take 2-3. Cubs, man. 
That lineup looks good. Chicago White Sox versus Cleveland. They get rained out, and then we get a double header. Let's fly two, they'll say. Cleveland takes both. And if you look at the box score, there's a lot of Lindor and a lot of pretty good Cleveland pitching, which Trevor Plouffe has started to eat crow on early. Got Cleveland pitching. Speaking of, the next game, Giolito and Plesak duel at zeros into the ninth. The White Sox put up a four spot in the ninth, so good for them. They salvaged the series for themselves. And then Milwaukee versus Pittsburgh. A nice little Milwaukee rally in the night slash a Feliz blow up, and then they win it in extras. So, Miss Sogard, RBI double. Milwaukee wins 6 5. Pittsburgh takes the middle game 8 to 6. Good for them. Milwaukee, Woodruff shoves 3 nothing win in the final game. Jim? Pick, pick me up. Kansas Maybe. City and yeah. Detroit played four games. The Royals won three of them. Mm. And then the Twinkies swept the cards in a two game set. A five-run inning in the first game seems like that's how the Twins' offense is going to operate. We'll just get all of our runs in in one inning, and just you guys will then quit. And also for the Twins, Homer Bailey and Rich Hill got both starts. They both got the wins. Rich Hill pitched pretty well. They were kind of a gamble pickup. Older guys, injuries, and all that going on. Cool to see them get it done in the rotation. They win two. Some more series have started on Thursday, but they will be the next series recap. That's everything that happened in the Central. Yeah. If you're wondering why we didn't mention Shane Bieber. <laughs> um, he'll come up. Un- unfortunately for us, he'll circle up on the Monday episode. God, he's uh, he's gnarly. Jim, that's a really good point and something I didn't compute is that when the Twins signed Rich Hill, he was hurt yeah. and he wasn't going to be there till like midseason. Yeah. I, I, did, I just hadn't computed that yet. Yeah, yeah. That, that's turned into kind of a perfect signing for them. And it was like they needed just like professional arms yeah. in their rotation. And both of them... Both guys, Homer and Rich, gave him those games. I mean, Rich Hill, I think he went like five innings, zero runs, yeah. one hit or something can, crazy like that. He can still twirl it, man. Standings in the Central. Who is winning the AL Central? Do you know? Okay, so I was about to have it in front of me. I don't. I would assume the Indians, they've been playing good. Five and two. Yeah. They are five and two. The Twins are four and two. Uh, and in the National League, the Cubs are Cubs are ahead. Um. Reds are in last, but I mean, obviously that's close. How easy is the Indians' formula? Let Lindor and B- Ramirez be studs, and then I, pitch I was really trying well. to yeah. tell Trev as hard as I could. He, to be fair to him, he underestimated the the young, not known guys. You know, he was giving Bieber and Clev some love, not enough. But they have these other young guys that it's just a pitching factor, and yeah. he's already like turned on that. So credit to Trevor; he didn't anchor in and, and dig in his heels. Um, and dude, I know we can't dive into Bieber now, but like I, I personally underestimated Bieber. Like, Did you see his his <coughs> his tunneling chart? I didn't see the tunneling chart. Every single pitch came from the same slot it's and there. headed the same exact, and then broke at the end. It's it's a highlight reel that you can show a fan who's not familiar with baseball and say, oh, like Maybe he's just peppering the mitt and the yeah. curveball just drops. So yeah. he he looks special, and that's I guess that's what I'm saying. Like I was kind of a Clevenger guy. Like oh yeah, he could you know he could be AL Cy Young pretty sneakily. He could get in there, and maybe he does, which would be cool. But Bieber, <laughs> dude. Oh, but that's a lot of that's for next time. But yeah, it wasn't part of the series. It. We talked about it. It's over. Let's just skip straight ahead. We got a lot of awards to go. Let's go straight to the West. I'll tell you what happened, all right? Going back home to the West Coast. Yep. Arizona and Texas split a two-game set. Merrill Kelly wins game one for the D-backs. Lance Lynn deals and wins game two for Texas. How about that? Nice split. People like that. 
Another two-game set, the Dodgers sweep Houston. Joe Kelly did some stuff, and the second game went 13 innings. Correa had a really good series. I believe Altuve and Bregman had a terrible series. I'm not sure. Dodgers fans, maybe that's redemption for them. Probably not enough, but I'm, it was fun for them to see it. Seattle and the Angels squared off for three games. Rendon comes back, hits a homer. Mike Trout leaves. He had a baby, paternity leave. Congratulations, hey. Mike. That's awesome for you. But Seattle did take two. Bundy got lit up, and uh guy on Seattle's going off. He'll probably get mentioned a little bit. Yeah. Colorado came to Oakland and took two games from the A's. Yep. The Rockies scored in eight of the 18 innings, Jake. Which it doesn't sound like a lot, eight of 18, but if you actually like look at both yeah. games, they peppered their runs throughout. Like They scored early, they scored in the middle, they scored late. Oakland pitching just didn't really have much going on. And also in California, the Padres' young and fun tour went to the city by the bay and put on a display. You like that? Oh, I love that. Fun baseball galore. They won They won two. They lost the middle game on a walk-off by Yaz, who's going off. Um, and I ran into this stat. If the game ended, at, if games ended after seven innings, the Padres would be seven and zero. Oh. Even games they win, that bullpen is starting to uh, blow it. Mm. And you gave me credit because I they added to the bullpen and looked good the f- first time through. But yeah, they uh, they've had some trouble there. And that's that. Yeah, and they've they've run into some peskiness. Those those Giants have been more pesky than we thought. Um, man. Uh, let me jump to my rocks. Obviously. Your first place Rockies. Let me jump to my rocks. Know what helps? Uh, as of yesterday, they led the league in ERA. Today, they're second to the Cleveland Indians. Cleveland's one eight three ERA. Rockies are one eight four. Yeah. So it's it's a lot easier to win baseball games when you're doing that. Good for my rocks. Four and one for them. They needed that start. Uh, the Colorado fans did. Yeah. Congrats to Mike Trout. And having a baby. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, hey, but, do you want to know some an interesting fun fact about the West? Sure. No one in the AL West has a winning record. Wow. Astros are three and three. A's are three and three. Mariners are three and four. Wowzers, wowzers, Bowsers. Uh, Seattle. I think they. No, they didn't come back in the second game, but they came back in that middle game. Uh, and again, Mariners. What we were trying to tell you is like, there's some young dudes to be excited about, and we're starting to see them play. Play well, you hear about them in awards. Um, LA, you can't lose that second game. You went up big on the Mariners at home, um, and Bundy settled down. My guy, so proud of him. And dude, you know, dumb, dumb, twenty twenty tweet. This, this, this week has been a long month because um, the Dodgers Houston stuff even seems long. Yeah, and, and, and just to remind people, the big topics, the seven-inning seven double headers, Joe Kelly, which we somehow forgot about last week with Treb, <laughs> yeah. um, the corona stuff, all these big topics that need a, a breath of fre- a, uh, a discussion. lengthy discussion, that happens on the Trevor tidbits so we can get Trev's insight, so we can get his tidbits, and so we Voice can really like, slow it down. This is really just a, a series recap review episode with some awards. Yeah, and I think so. anyone else I'd, I want to talk about, I think we're going to talk about in the standout performances and in Fuego. So let's move on. Let's get it. To the standout performance. Standout performance. Do you want to go first? Uh, Sure. I don't mind. Have at it. Um, I'm going with my guy, 
to Oscar Hernandez. Uh, Wait, really? Yes. Yes. And I'll tell you As your standout. Yes. Uh, He, uh, over the past series of games, he had the most home runs. He had two two home run games. And why that stands out to me, Jim, is because if you have a guy who has two two home run games, you're going to win some of those games. Mm. Um, And, yeah, he just – he led – you know, when people talk about the Baby Jays, Teoscar Hernandez comes up, what, fifth or sixth? Go Biggio, Vlad, Bichette. I think Guriel gets mentioned before him. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Teoscar Hernandez has some serious pop in his bat. I love watching him play with the ball comes off his bat violently. And, uh, yeah, I mean, four homers led MLB baseball over these past series of games. So, I gave him the nod. You know, there were some other guys with, you know, some higher on base and this, that, and the other. Give me some dingers from Teoscar. Okay. He's chasing 20, baby. He, we'll get there. Teaser. We'll get there. That's your Teaser. standout. That's my standout performance, Teoscar Hernandez from the Baby Jays. All right. My standout performance is Zach Plesak. Yeah. And it's kind of what you said. Like, Cleveland's got pitching. We know about Clevenger. We know about Bieber. Even Cookie Carrasco had a great start his first time through. Plesak is sitting there in the White Sox come in and they're like, oh, okay, you know, it's not Bieber, it's not Clev. Uh, it kind of is. Yeah. It kind of can be. Plesak's the real deal. I mean, he faces the White Sox lineup, which has been pretty good. He goes eight innings pitched, three hits, 11 strikeouts, hands the ball to the bullpen for just, you get the last three. Yeah. I'm kind of over it. I mean, Cleveland's rotation's deep, and he's just reminding everyone. This and- is what I got in the arsenal, too. Um, Jim, you started it. I followed you up, and I'm glad we're on this early. Cleveland is going to be a scary team this year because, yeah, Bieber and Clevenger, obviously, that's if you're a baseball fan, you're familiar with these guys. But in a three-game playoff series, if it goes three, yeah, you can Carrasco, Savali, Plutko, um, Plesak. Like, you you can put a game together really easily. James Karkinchek is a guy who's kind of special out of that bullpen. So, Cleveland is becoming scarier and scarier by the day. Tried to tell everyone. Jose Ramirez and Lindor, Carlos Santana just you know what? And he doesn't on even, base. He doesn't even really pump it in there. His his average velocity on his fastball in this game was 92 miles per hour. Yeah. But fastball slider. Gets you out. I mean, uh, Savali. 11Ks. You know what I mean? You think yeah. power stuff, and it's not exactly power stuff. Savali's not a big strikeout guy, but he's just only gotten dudes out in major leagues. And, yeah, man, I mean – well, I, I won't deep dive into their lineup now, but go check out some of those guys on base percentages. He had, I think he pitched eight innings. He had six of them, or one, two, three innings. That's good. You love you love a clean inning. I mean, I think it it keeps momentum. Yeah. It, you know, you get bored as a fan. You're like, well, whatever, I'll just wait for the bats. The guys run out to the field. They stand around. Like, you know, the fourth inning, they ran out to the field. Zach Plesak struck out the side, and then they came back and they got the hit. It's just so deflating as the team hitting. Yes, yeah. that's what's that's what's most one two three. As a team, you don't even get someone on base. What? You never sit closer in your chair as a fan of the opposing team. Yeah, you're just kind of like, well, this sucks. Yeah, bummer. bummer and Giolito, you know, he's going against Giolito, who gets a lot more gets a lot more attention. Yeah, and Giolito shoved, and he he does deserve some credit. That's who he's supposed to be in that White Sox team, um, and he he kept them in it through six. So. Shout out to him. Please act, though. I mean, that's a special day at the office. Yep, yep. Oh, we still don't have the soundbite for this, but uh, 
What's the dirt? How's it go? Uh, dirt nasties and fuego. The means on, on fire, fire, baby. baby. Like Wago. I, I, I put a bunch of guys on the on Fuego yes. in the Infuego yes, list yes, today. Yes. Kyle Lewis. Yeah. I mean, there's all oh, these numbers are jarring because we're still seven games deep, sure. six games deep. Sure, sure, sure. Kyle Lewis in Seattle in the series against the Angels, he went seven for fourteen. Yeah. Five hundred batting average. On the season, he's thirteen for twenty nine. Yeah. He has a hit in every game. I love that the most part. I love this. In five of the seven games, he has multiple hits. And in six of the seven games, he's been on base twice. Yeah. He's a problem right now. And again, this is, you know, the Mariners fans were getting all excited about Kalanick. Wait on him. You know, it's not time to call him up. Uh, they've got that other big pitching prospect. Get excited for Kyle Lewis. He's he's looking like the real deal right now. And that's... That's how you can build something in Seattle. If you find a couple guys this year, maybe him and Evan White or, um, you know, J.P. Crawford has, has been slapping around a little bit. That's how you start to build something. So when Kalanick comes up, it can matter. <laughs> do you know what college he went to? Kyle Lewis. I do not. Cali guy? I mean, come on. You really don't? Andy? Same college as Dimitri Curtis. Oh. oh. And Howard Joe. Oh, Howard Johnson. No, Howard Joe. Oh, Howard Joe. Howard Joe. Howard Joe. Mercer. Mercer, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. He has. Oh, the, he's a Georgia boy. He has the most hits out of any Major League Baseball player that went to Mercer College. That's a quote that I haven't said in a long time. Is This is an old, old Ben Watson quote. Uh, Champ Bailey caught him in an old AFC Championship game. It was like 100 yards. It was a whole thing. He almost blew the game. And... They both went to University of Georgia. And Everything they, I said was kind of wrong. Okay. But he did go to Mercer. They interview him after the game and like, hey, that was cool, but you almost blew it. And he goes, ha, you know one of my Georgia boys had to catch me. <laughs> it's like, nice, dude. <laughs> good good unity. Um, Billy Burns has the most hits anyone that went from that Ooh. went to Mercer. That's just because they won't let Corey Guerin hit yet. Yet. Yeah. And Coot Veal. What a name. Coot. Ooh. C-O-O-T. Coot that, Veal. That's a... Uh, and Brad Hogg. It's like my Saturday night. Um, Imagine if Coot Veal and Brad Hogg got got married. Coot Hogg? That's, now that's a Bama name. It's a cute hog. Christian Vasquez uh, has been raking Jim. He's in Fuego right now. Good for him. I've been telling BBD off the record slash on the record. Basically, yeah. everything we do has a mic in front of us. He's fun, man. Uh, if he wasn't a Red Sox, I'd be pretty big Christian Vasquez guy. Listed 5'9", which means he's 5'8". Three homers in the series this week. Pegged a couple base runners, too. The Yaz show, man. Yastrzemski's been going nuts, nut job. He was my backup for standout performance. Same. Yeah. Same as my backup. Was Tough. 7-for-12. Seven, seven that's, that's brutal. Yeah, he was both. He was yeah. placed number two. Uh, he had 7-for-12, uh, two doubles, three. Uh, no. He had a double, a triple, and two home runs. I think he's the over the past series he he led in OPS. Um, he's doing it all around. I mean, three walks, couple homers, triple double. He is a problem right now. Reminder: the Orioles I think just waived him last year. Orioles, come on. They're not. They're not smart guys. Be better than that. I got two pitchers on here, Jake. That yeah. you put on much to Yankees fans' chagrin. Ooh, I love this a little double. Two guys that came to the Bronx and and didn't, you know, didn't... Well, Sonny was uh, bad. I liked Lance Lynn as a Yankee. I thought he was fine. He did what he was asked for, basically. But, you know, they didn't give him their A stuff. 
Lance Lynn and Sonny Gray. They both go six innings pitch, zero earned runs again, only one hit. Sonny goes six and two-thirds, one hit, zero earned runs. I think there were some runs in Sonny's, but zero earned runs. Lance Lynn, six innings pitched, one hit, zero earned runs. On the season, both of these guys have 12 innings pitched with one earned run for Sonny, zero earned runs for Lance. Lance has gone out there and gone six innings pitched, zero earned runs, back-to-back games for the Rangers. We say it multiple times. Go check out Lance Lynn's, like baseball reference. He's really good. He's underrated. Um, and he, all he's been doing, I think we made it a, a hitting term this year, but he's just been dropping dick um, all over the field. Hasn't given up an earned run. Sonny Gray is breaking MLB records. Just devastating. Brian Cashman and Yankee Hearts. Um, Dude, he's throwing his fastball even more. Like in these two starts, he's sure. throwing his fastball 64% of the time. He's confident. I mean, that's all... That's not all it is. He's also very talented. but Dude, check this out. Lance Lynn, it's so funny. So, in these starts so far, he has thrown... Um, he throws four pitches, right? Yep. A four-seam fastball, a cut fastball, and a two-seam fastball, mm. and then a curveball. How many times do you think he's thrown the four-seamer? It, we're, we're about 200 pitches has been thrown. Tough to say. Man. Just guess. Uh, 50 times. 134. There you go. Like, only throws a four-seam fastball. Pumping it. And six, 12 innings pitch, zero earned runs, two hits. Believe in it. Trust Jesus. it. So good for Lance. He's on fire. Oh, I thought you said Sonny. That makes a lot more sense. No, I was doing Lance. Gotcha. That would have changed my answer a lot. Yeah, it was very... <laughs> that's, that's why I was so thrown off. I was like, you're asking me yeah. Sonny Gray's pitches? He has like five, and he yeah. mixes them all up. No. I was like, that was a really dick question. Yeah, no. I <laughs> The Lance Lynn question I felt that energy. Sense. Like, yes. you thought I was setting you up for failure. Yes. And I was like, it's pretty easy. Like, just yes. guess a high number. Yes. Okay. Okay. Well, that works out. I feel better. Well, um, now that we're here, let's okay. do Sonny Gray's pitch mix. Okay. Dude, it's funny. Like, Sonny Gray, he's thrown... Quick math, 120, 160, 165 pitches, roughly. Yeah. The most common is a four-seam fastball at 54 times. Sinker, 46. Like slider, 40. <laughs> curveball, 39. Yeah, you would have had Sonny Wright. So I feel I feel a lot better. Um, always with this list, there's going to be a couple just misses. Just missed. Is that a sound effect? Uh, Woodruff shoved. Credit to him. Max Freed had a, a drop dick game. And there's a lot of hitters, Jim. You you kind of said this on the pregame show the other day. If you guys haven't been watching the pregame show, go check it out. It's kind of like been... 20 minutes, really fast. We turned a corner. Uh, the first couple days, the Marlins news kept us down, but now it's an absolute electric factory. The hitters are ahead of the pitchers right now. They, they caught up and they passed them. Uh, there was so many hitters that had, like, really good stats. Um, our Aaron Judge, Donovan Solano, Jacoby Jones, Castellanos. Uh, who else jumps out? I want to give Tim Anderson some love. He's back at it. A lot of the analytics guys gave him crap for was well, bad. It was the wrong. Bat. Yeah, it was bad. But whatever. It puts but the ball in play. that could also be like what he does. You know. Yeah. So, uh, good job, everyone who's playing well. Yep. You want to do race to twenty before slump watch? Let's do the race to twenty. All right. As you guys know, over here at John Boy Media, we teamed up with Roosevelt's rsvlts.com slash John Boy. You got a bunch of shirts, tons Where's of baseball our gift stuff. Package. Yeah, we're expecting a box of 200 items that they sent us. We'll get that eventually because we placed a bet that someone will hit 20 home runs this season. A lot of doubters said no because the bats are going to start off slow. 
The bats haven't started off yeah. slow. I'm getting more and more confident with yeah. this bet. So here is your Roosevelt's homer board update. We have 54 players that are two home runs or more after six games. Hey. Yeah. That's, that's a, nice. That's a good amount. That's a nice pace. That's a good amount. We have 10 guys that have hit three home runs or more. So I'm going to highlight those guys. Jonathan Scope for the Tigers. Rio Ruiz for Baltimore. Mm. Rizzo for the Cubs. Max Muncy has three. Colin Moran for Pittsburgh has three. Yeah. Jacoby Jones, he's got three. Nelson Cruz has three, all in the same game. Yeah. That's interesting. It's all it takes. Miggy. Caps. Yeah. How about that? He hit two yesterday? Yeah. To jump him up the leaderboard. And then our two leaders right now. Two guys have hit four home runs so far. Everyone knew it. To be fair. Christian Vasquez, the light hitting catcher in Boston, and Teoscar Hernandez. They both have four home runs each. I I don't think so the top three right now, Teoscar, Mm. Christian, and Miguel, I'm still betting against it to be any of those three guys that breaks 20. Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know. I think the names that are looking interesting this week, Nelson Cruz, um, Muncie, Rizzo sneaking in there. He's looked pretty good as long as they're playing. Um, but, yeah, man, it, it's it's still funny in the scope of this early season. I mean, you know, Stanton's played five games. He's got two home runs. Um, so, yeah, I think uh, it is funny to look at right now. I wouldn't be surprised if a week from now we see uh, – a couple more traditional names towards the top of the league. After the weekend, will we have anyone that has six? Ooh, after the weekend, will we hit? So that would be three games. Um, I'm gonna say no, but we'll it's have. Tough. I'm gonna say no, but we'll have a few fives. That's easy. We're gonna have fives. A few fives. Yeah. A you group. don't think we'll have a six, BBD? You think we'll have anyone? I think. Why not? There you okay, go. That's wow. the spirit. Let's have some fun with it. That's the spirit. <laughs> some yeah, fun yeah, this is funny stuff, stuff man. man. Whoa. Jake dropped a quote on everyone earlier, and I didn't let the audience know because yeah. there's no way when you said Mrs. Soderbergh. So I think. Do you know I, what that's from, BBD? I think you told me. I did it. I think I did it on Wake and Jake this week. Um, you drop it a lot, and no one's ever going to know what that's it's from. It's a Matt Damon impression. Of McConaughey. Of McConaughey. On, like, Fallon or Kimmel late night. Yeah. Talking about Aaron Soderbergh, the producer. The director. Director. He's joking Mm -hmm. that McConaughey always wanted his shirt off in every scene. He's like, Miss Soderbergh? Miss Soderbergh? I gotta take my shirt off in this scene. Jake drops that all the time. Miss Soderbergh? (laughs) No, it's like... It's really good. (laughs) It's It's worth YouTubing Matt Damon, McConaughey... Impression. Fallon or whatever it is. Yeah. All right, that's the homer board. That's good. I'm I, I'm more I'm confident we're gonna get twenty. How about Jacoby Jones? You pick you picked him in the homer draft. Well, this by week? proxy, right? Yeah, I crowdsourced the pick. Did he hit one? Good for Colin Moran. He was he was like the biggest piece in that Garrett Cole to Pittsburgh trade, which is like four mad pieces. Yeah, good for him. Well, Julie Timon, shout out in the chat. Let's keep it going, babe. All right. Uh oh. Ne- next up. <laughs> Slump Watch. Slump mm, Watch. Some housekeeping. Ryan McMahon was on Slump Watch last week. He's off back to back two hit games. Good job, kid. Congratulations. Good Acuna, job. I'm taking him off for now. Keep he, your eye on Keep him. your eye on him, but he's off. He's not yeah. good. Uh, Chris Bryan, I believe he's off. Otani, he had a home run. He's off. Paxton didn't pitch, so he's still on. Pete Alonso's off. Giolito's yeah. off. 
Yeah, good job, guys. So I'm deleting all those, or yeah, BD delete here. them for us. Now we have some additions. Yeah, and we got a big one. Didn't we have uh, a sound effect for like "caught me a marlin" or like what? For Ooh, like when yeah. You, last season we had something when you got a big one, a big fish, something like that. Yeah, we got Yelich, arguably the biggest fish. Arguably MVP Yelich. He's o he went o for fourteen against the Pirates in this three game yeah. set, and he's one for twenty seven on the season. I'm pretty confident. When he comes off slump yeah. watch, he's going to be – maybe he goes from slump watch to in fuego. We also had a name for that. I forget all the terms we had yeah. last season. When someone went, what was the term? Sure. Reach out. Let us know. It was like from stink to uh, – I forget. Stink to stank. From, um, from – Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll figure it out by the end of the show. It's like – Tired to fire. Loser to user. No. Yeah, there was something like that. We had a term for it. I forget. Anyway, Yelich, yeah, man. Tough start. Brutal start. Uh, We got Kevin Biggio on here doing it. Biggio. He started the first series. Kevin did pretty good. But these four-game set versus the Nationals, one for 17. One for 17. When we interviewed him, Flex, uh, he said the stat that he likes to actually track for himself is batting average, which was surprising because he's an on-base guy. But he says if his batting average is above a certain number, and that number's probably Every, way lower than you're thinking. Yes, in your head. everything else is going to be there. So uh, keep an eye out for him. Cole Calhoun, your guy, Jim. The Arizona kid back Struggling. in his home state, having fun. The pickup. He uh, went 0 for. He's has zero hits in his last eight games. They still call him the Arizona kid? Well, he's from Arizona. Yeah, I know. So maybe. Arizona kid. Yeah. Cole Calhoun. Uh, zero hits in the last eight games. Oh, for his last 17. So this next one yeah. is kind of tough, but it's right. And I also think he led. All hitters, all hitters in strikeouts. No, he was second. Dude, Acuna's Acuna's still on slump watch, man. Is he? Yeah. I thought he. What, what did he play yesterday and do bad again? Um, I Andrew Pelham in the chat said he was making solid contact yesterday, but got unlucky. I I think he's on for now. And Yelich needs some company. Okay. What was it when they went from slump watch to in fuego? We had a term. It was like some from like. You Not know, to hot. Lame to flames. I forget what it was. Ooh, that's close. That's close. Oh, God. I mean, we could just get a... No, no, no. We can't. I mean, we can just go listen back. Someone will remember. I want it, I want Acuna to, to stay with Yelich. Yelich needs another guy to stay with him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he had a 353 on base percentage in this series. From cold to bold. That wasn't it. It's something with flames or fire. Yeah, you listen to me? Like, he didn't get a lot of hits, but he hit balls hard, but he had he was on base five times in four games. He had a three fifty three on base percentage. So, like, I just think I, the, it's watch him, but... I just think he shouldn't be off. It's not 0 for 17. The body of work is still a 429 OPS. He climbed the ladder. He's not out the hole yet. I, I want to keep him there. All I, right. I just want to make sure we check up on him next time. Okay. That's fine. We can allow it. Who else do we have on this? Shame to flame. Shame to flame? I That's, think so. So I was close with lame to flame. I think so. Flame triggered like okay, one of those like person who's in a coma and then they say the magic word and like the brain starts working. Everyone knows that scene in the movie, Jake. Literally eat bugs. What else do you got? Do we have anyone else on here? Uh, I got Crone. Cron? Crone, yeah. Oh, for 12. Tigers. Bad. He's, he's got the second most strikeouts in baseball, too. Ronald Acuna. Yeah, it's but he's kind of like we don't care. Watch, sure. Uh, <laughs> Jesus, Jesus, Jake, don't agree so quickly. 
Edwin Diaz? Is he on here? Is he just on here kind of until well, he's not? No, no, yeah, no, 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 no. Because he got the save, then he blew the next game with the Ozuna home run. We talked about it. But did you see what happened? Like, um, I think he's not going to be the closer next time around. Makes sense. I believe, if I remember correctly, Diaz came out versus Boston yesterday and, like, gave up a single, then walked a guy, then hit a guy, got one out, and then they just straight up yanked him from the game. Mm. And I, I think the quotes by the Mets manager was like, something's got to change. Something's got to change. And, yeah, this is a— So this is what happened. He, he walked Verdugo. Uh, Chavis hits a single. Benintendi walk. I think Benintendi should be on slump watch, too. Isn't he having a brutal season? Um, I think he had a Did big he? get on base. I think he oh, okay. this past series, I think he had the most walks of anyone in baseball. He strikes out Devers and then he hits uh Peraza and then they just took him out. Yeah. They're like, get this guy out of here. They bring in Paul Seawald and mm. he throws six pitches and gets out of the inning just fine. And I, I believe the quotes were like, We're out. So watch what's going on with Edwin Diaz. Man, should have thrown that slider to Ozuna. Um I feel like we should have one pitcher on here, but no one's got the big blow-up. Yeah, I was looking, and it's kind of a lot of pitchers that, like, eh, of course, you know, no one, like... See, like, a Luke Weaver, Hendricks is tough after his first start. Ryu? Has he made multiple starts now? Yeah, two starts, ADRA. Yeah, put Ryu okay, on Okay, let's put Ryu on there. I mean, I was watching him closely this season anyway. Is there a reliever like Pagan for the Padres? I think he's having... I think Diaz just gets the the reliever hole. Yeah, but I think that might be rude to Pagan. Okay, your call. I mean, I like Pagan, Emilio, but I believe his last couple outings are brutal. His pagan ways. So he's got five earned runs in 3.2 innings as a reliever. And he's got two blown sl- saves out of four opportunities. Blown save. So, yeah, I'm going to put Pagan on there. Okay. I think he's got the talent. I'm fine with that. He's got the talent to get off quickly. That's why I'm, I don't want to put a guy in there that I don't think can get off. Okay. And there's a lot right, of pitchers right, right. that fit that criteria, criteria. Okay. You know? I think it's a tough break, but it happened, Emilio. Sorry. Yeah. Get yourself off. Oh. Quote that. What about Boyd? You want to put him on here as a starter? Nah. You don't care? His stock fell? They should have traded Ryu's him. Ryu's more important. They should have traded him, huh? Ryu's more important. I mean, he goes five innings pitch, four and runs, back-to-back games. It's uh, better than what Ryu's been doing. Yeah, but like it's, significantly. The it's the Royals. Yeah. They'll run, Jim. You know that. I know. I'm just saying Boyd's supposed to be really good. Solar power, baby. Boyd's stock has dropped faster than... A little bit. It's two starts. Like, one good start and Boyd's stats can look fine. But that's, what, that's why I'm saying I think he... Did. Ryu can't. What do you mean? Like, if Ryu has a good start, his numbers are still going to be bad. You want me to go to eracalculator.com and put in a complete game shutout from Ryu? I mean, you can. It's still going to be bad. Or you could do that for Boyd, and his numbers would be, like, really good. <laughs> That's my point. They're the same to me. No. They're not, is my take. Okay. All right. Boyd's not on slump watch. Boyd. I I'm had, watching his I next start. fucking back. Because they still want to trade that Don't team. make me look stupid. They still want to trade that guy. Matthew Boyd. No, you're saying he's so bad that he doesn't belong on Slumpwatch. No, no, no. I'm saying his performance doesn't belong on Slumpwatch. Like, if he goes out and has a decent Matt Boyd performance, like if he goes six innings, one earned run, like his season stats are kind of on par for Matthew Boyd. Think so? 
I believe so. I mean, what's what's Ryu's ERA right now? Eight. His is seven twenty. <laughs> Better than four twenty. They're pretty similar. I mean, five innings for. I mean, that that almost a John boy. No. no. Yeah. Uh. Uh-uh. Yes. But there's a hard cutoff, and that's not it. Well. So there's no almost in the John boy stat. I'm just well, just telling you, Matthew Boyd. He'll show. I agree. That's why I think he can get off. But he's currently on, in my mind. Uh, let's just move it on. Move it on. Who got mad? Joe Kelly got mad. Yeah, big time. Actually, Joe Kelly didn't get that mad. No. He's he kind of Coleman kinda Cavalier weird. about it. Yeah. Baseball got mad. They suspended him for mm, way too long. Baseball got big mad. That's ridiculous. It's a cra- It's an unprecedented suspension. We'll, t- we'll ask Trev about it on the, on the next yeah. show. Moving on to awards. I'm going to go first because it's not a great award Please. and it kind of got stepped on already. And my award last episode was fantastic, so I don't feel pressure to have another fantastic oh. award. It's the Great Person Award, and it's a joke that I stole straight. It's a nice award. It's a joke I stole from uh, Hoodie Glaber. Mm. Shout out. But, uh, or was it Foolish Baseball? Ooh. Someone tweeted out, Nate Pearson, more like Great Person. It's a good tweet. And I liked it. And it would be really funny if his nickname became Great Person. Mm. <laughs> like, is yeah. this guy's nickname Great Person? Great Person. <laughs> Great Person on the What the pump. hell is that about? <laughs> uh, no, Nate Pearson made his debut. It's a debut that um, people pop their eyeballs out for. It's supposed to be an impressive debut. He's supposed to be the real deal. He's supposed to be a mainstay in the rotation. They did lose the game. He did go against Scherzer, like we said. He didn't use his full arsenal, and the pitches that he did use, he didn't even use them to their full potential, and he still pitched really well. He's so young-looking. Yeah. It's like that Trent Thornton on the Blue Jays look. The Baby Jays, that's Thornton. like that's the look they got going Thornton on there. Thornton looked good. Yeah. Um, so Nate, Nate Pearson wins the Great Person Award. Yeah, man. Excited for him. Excited for Blue Jay fans. Um, you know, hopefully Ryu can get off Slump Watch. Um, and, yeah, Nate Pearson looked good. I mean, if there's a... <laughs> I mean, a good rookie debut. That's it. Against Scherzer and all that. Yeah. It's fun. Um, and it counts as a home game. Jim, that's funny. You and I, we don't really share our words beforehand. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to go to my second award because it's kind of tied to this. Okay. I'm going with the Get Roman Award. Okay. We had a funny conversation in the office yesterday about what Roman, the company, does. Yeah. Like swipes for your winky and Junk, some yeah. balding stuff yeah, and, yeah. you know, male male needs. Yeah. I guess. Um male and, life enhancements. And we kinda we kinda weren't sure. I'm giving it to Max Scherzer. Oh wow. How about that? You think he needs numbing I'm cream playing. for his dick? No. I'm I'm basically saying he doesn't. Uh Jim, I was we were in the game logs. That's where we grab a lot of our stats. So you don't think he needs it? I don't think he needs okay. it. I think yeah. Um there, only one pitcher in Major League Baseball over the age of 35 threw more than five innings. It was Max Scherzer. Scherzer went 7.1. Only four pitchers total went seven innings or more. Dude, bullpens are being, like... It's, the, a, it's a new era of baseball, obviously. And it's the 30-man rosters, but bullpens got... Bullpens got uh, they're getting overused. That's what I'm trying to yeah. say. Like they're getting like uh, they're getting put on display in a bad way. They're Ma- getting sh- uh, the opposite of showcase. Managers are so excited to use the 30th guy in their pen, and then it's it, like, oh, turns out that dude not great. It's like free money to them. Um, mm-hmm. 
So, yeah, the end of the bullpens are getting roughed up. But, yeah, man, only four starters went seven or more innings. It's Scherzer, Merrill Kelly, shout out, and then Plesak and Bieber. So, uh, I don't know. It's just funny when you line up all the starts from the past few days, the only old man on the board who could give a performance more than five innings, Scherzer. And so, he, you know, he could have easily been on Enfuego. He goes 7.1, 10Ks. He goes toe-to-toe with the young stud, Nate Pearson. Mad Max still got it. So he doesn't. You gave him the Get Roman Award, but it sounds like everybody it's, else needs to get Roman to keep up with Scherzer. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it now. Yeah, I get it now. I get it now. Scherzer doesn't need it. You got it now. Scherzer doesn't need it. My God. Throbbing. It'd be really funny, I think, if Scherzer got colored contacts and switched, switched the colors eyes. of his eyes one game. I too think that'd be funny. And then like everyone would be like, "Whoa, hold yeah. up." Isn't the left one usually blue and I the thought, right one's usually red or whatever the colors are? Yeah. That'd be good. One of his eyes isn't red. Uh, I'll confirm that. No, but it has a very reddish look to it. <laughs> reddish hue. Feel it in my plums. Do you have your second award? Do we do two awards? We usually don't do two awards. Oh, so, okay. no, I don't have a second award. Damn. Do you want me to make one up real quick? Kinda. Okay. Do you want me to do my second award while you think yeah, of it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You okay. do your second award, and I'll, I'll So this one. was going to be my first award, and if I knew we were one award show, I probably would have stayed with this. Uh, I'm giving out the Wow, You Can Really Dance Award. Nice. Because um, all of you guys know I'm a huge TikTok guy. It goes to Byron Buxton. Byron Buxton made a great play the other day, all baseball. Truest were drooling over it because he covered so much ground and he could have even covered more. Um, my, what's interesting about my award, it's presented by Kevin Kiermeyer. Oh, wow. Kiermeyer came out with this tweet the day before that that nobody's in my league. You know, I'm, I'm special. I'm different. The haters are going to hate this. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a weird. <laughs> I don't think that's the tweet it's verbatim. A, dude, it's pretty close. You'd be surprised. I reread it this morning. I was like, damn, Kiermaier, you went for it. Um, I think if Kevin Kiermaier, who said nobody else is in his league, I think he'd admit that Byron Buxton is the one dude that might be in his league. Byron Buxton moves like nobody I've ever seen in the outfield. The, my comparison is Randy Moss, just long, long strides covering ground. Um, and I love some good center field defense. Kiermaier had the awesome relay, so he gives the award to Byron Buxton. The the tweet's somewhat similar, but he just said, um, this is why I don't appreciate being compared to other outfielders across the league, not even close people. Shout out to my teammates for helping with the relay. The internet trolls are going to be furious with this one, LOL. I read that last line in like a Jay-Z voice. The internet trolls are going to be furious with this one. Ha-ha! <laughs> Yeah, I read it more as like a sheep. It's like, the internet trolls are going to be furious with this one. <laughs> yeah. Could be. Yeah. I have an award. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's called the You're Too Old Award. Ooh, get Roman. No, that okay. was okay. your award. Okay, okay, This okay. is okay. mine. Okay. You're it's too called old. the You're Too old. old. You're Too Old. It's Joe West. Ooh. Like, he takes the bat to Bo Bichette's head, which I feel terrible, and that sucks for him because yes. he got hurt. But there comes a, a point where, like, now I'm I'm – you're 76 years old. Right. I think he's 67. <laughs> he's not 76. But uh, 
Either uh, way, you just got hit by a baseball bat. Yeah, and like when we had Dale Scott on the show and he like reminds you like, yeah, it's a pretty demanding job. You get beat up. You take balls to the face. You take bats to the face. You have to hone in on tiny ball traveling 100 miles per hour and tell yeah. you where it is. Like, Joe West, you're old, man. The average age for an umpire is 46 years old. Joe West is 67. You stand. You stand up the whole time. And, Dude, he's, his body figure is yeah. getting more and more perished by the day. Yeah. So... I think we need to age umpires out. And I know this is this seems obvious, but like eyesight is very important to being an umpire, and that goes as you get older. Yes, like that's just a fact. Um, okay, yeah, tough break for Joe. Well, West I had the to, second award. <laughs> I had to get a second award quick. I looked at my computer. The first tweet I saw was about the bloody yeah. face. So I was like, well, okay, I'll go Joe West. We yeah. had this conversation in the office anyway. Yeah. Too old. Like how you, how like when you turn seventy something, you should have to retake your driver's test. Yeah. When you turn 60, yeah, get him a nice pension plan. Yeah. And be like, you're too old. Okay. Tough break, Joe. Tough break to end the show with Joe there. But. Well, let's end it with something else then. Elevator talk. All right. You are getting in an elevator with a fan of this mm-hmm. team. Jake and I are going to scour the interwebs for 20, some for 27th some, floor, please. Some conversation starters. And the random team of today is. Who we got? Give me someone good. The White Sox. Ooh, the White Sox. Okay. okay. Giolito had a good outing, so we like that. Tim Anderson is doing it again. I think you can talk about that. You're a little ner- I mean, you're technically last place in the Central. Still very early. You're two and four. Yeah, but the Indians look so good. The Indians look good. That's your big concern. Like, you you hype your guys up. How about Adam Engel can off to a hot start? Good for him. Luis Robert has looked good, by the way. He's yeah. hitting 348, 897 on base. Aloy Jimenez is looking good. Moncada's looking Okay, so, Jim, I think what we found is that the hitting's there. I mean... Anderson, Moncada, Eloy, Luis, Robert. Sure. And I think that's what they knew was going to be there. Well, and no, it's funny. I I guess what they are saying is like, Yasmani and Edwin haven't kicked into gear. Neither really has Jose Abreu. So the offense has been solid, but they need they just need a little more balance to be a scary offense. Um, they need the back end of the rotation. My word. Giolito bounces back. Keiko's got the one good start. Rodon, Cease, and Reynaldo Lopez all got... Jacked up. Lopez, I think, went on the IL. Yeah. Um, so you just need a little you need a little more out of your starters. Yep. Yeah. I think, you know, if you're in the elevator, be like, hey, we gotta win this royal set. Yeah. You can't you, I mean, if you lose two out of three to this Royals team, it starts getting uh late oh. early out there. Jim, I got a good one. Yeah. If you see a guy with a White Sox hat, you just say, you know, we gotta play McCann more. James okay. James McCann had a nice year last year. This year he's only played in two games. He's got two homers. Mm. So that's that's a good little White Sox. Hey, you know, I, I'd like to see McCann in the lineup more. And that person's going to look at you and be like, yup. Because that's a great statement because you don't have to – you don't analyze any further. You don't talk about who's coming out of the lineup. You're just like, yeah, we got to get them at ABs. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you think they need to change up their lineup at all? Um. You need to move Robert up? Maybe you, maybe you rest Edwin a day. Um, no, I, I think it's all going to click. I mean, yes, Monty's pretty proven. Jose Abreu's numbers are there, but they can be a little better. I think the offense is fine. You need a little more for the starting pitcher. And give me more Danny Mendick, baby. That's my guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've been screaming for Mendick for a while. Love now. me some Mendick. All right. 
get off the elevator and just you got to beat the Royals. Bing. Got to beat the Royals. Go. I hope we're here on Monday saying the White Sox swept. Sorry, Royals fans. Yeah, I'll say it again. You you lose two out of three to this Royals team. You're in trouble. Right now, and the Twins and the Indians take two out of three. It starts getting late very early. Ooh. Yoki. See you guys. Thank you very much for hanging out with us. We'll be back. <clears throat> oh, real quick. If we got anything wrong, if you have anything to add, voicemail. Give them the number, BBD. Oh, yeah. 917-426-2796. Call in. Bang. Tell us what we missed. Tell us what we got wrong. Or just tell us what uh, you liked that we said. Call in. Leave a voicemail. We do them every week with Trev. Come out on. They come out on Thursdays, right? Or Wednesdays? Come. Thursday. <clears throat> Wednesday or Thursday? One of them. Comes, One of those comes out Thursday. I think it comes Record out Thursday. Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All you right. got it. All right. Bye.